This is Two Blokes Talking Electric Cars with Stephen Fennec and Trevor Long. Thanks to NRMA Insurance and Uniden. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching. This podcast is brought to you by NRMA Insurance, helping over 3 million people across Australia protect the things they care about and Uniden Smart Dash Cams, Australia's best dash cam awarded by Canstar Blue in a range of categories and they have some cracking products coming out. Stephen, welcome to Blokes Talking Electric Cars. G'day, Trev. Uh, I thought I'd kick off with a, a I think we're going to see a new movement of, yeah. uh, you know, we you know we're about the share economy, right? We've got mm. Airbnb, we've got Uber, all yep. these other things that we share I think there is a movement in Europe there's a company that is looking at creating a way to share your home charging stations right. so you can think about imagine if you're driving around you're thinking I need to charge somewhere yep. and so naturally you're thinking okay I've got to go to a shopping centre I've got to go somewhere where there's a charger yep. imagine if you can pull into someone's driveway and use their wall charger now, so this is fascinating because you think about this. You're right. It's like the gig economy, share economy. Yeah. Um, you've been able to share your, you've been able to share your driveway, your parking spot. Like yep. there's some cities around the world, including in Australia, where you can go. Oh, there's no parking. It's Christmas time and the shops are full. I'm going to rent someone's garage for the day. Let alone you could rent it ongoing. So you're able to share car spaces, cars. We'll go get and things like that. Yep. Uber car share. Um, so the idea of sharing is not unusual to people. But you're saying what they're looking at doing is setting up a, a network, an app, yep. where you go, right, I need to charge my car. And I'm in, I'm in a suburb I don't know, or it's my own suburb, yeah. and I'll just be able to find people's houses. So the company behind it is called PowerPod, and right. their thinking is that one of the hesitation for people adopting an EV is that they're worried they're not going to find a place to charge it. They're going right. to be short. And so that built on that, they're, they're thinking of they've built a platform that will enable people to list themselves as a potential charging destination. So yes. if you're in this area, you'll come up on the list. Mm -hmm. And then if, you're, if your charge is free, they can then come and use your charger. And, and depending on your charger, a lot of the chargers now, you can actually re record how much power is used with each mm. charge and then uh, apply a charge to that. So rather than you having to wait in a line for a public charger, yes. you can drive straight into someone's driveway with their permission, of course, and be able to use their charger. Because I, I, I'm sure somewhere, we both got wall boxes. I'm sure yeah. somewhere in that installation process, there was a like, are you going to share this mm. kind of thing that allowed you to either lock it or unlock it using yep. apps and things. So essentially this, this will open up people who maybe maybe the people we've talked about have the biggest risk or issue getting into EVs which yep. is people who don't have off-street parking true so if you don't have off-street yep. parking but in your suburb there is other places other people that do and that they're available then yeah. well hey presto kind of works two ways as well like it does offer the convenience for a driver yeah. so you, if you're a little bit concerned that you you can't you you, you maybe have a long trip or you're just in an area where there's yep. no public charges peace of mind for them but also too for the owner it helps them offset some of their own costs as well yeah. if they've got them their electricity bill or this is a way an opportunity for them to make a little bit of money and help offset their own costs so i've just been doing some research while i've been talking so for example our wall boxes what you can do with a wall box is a little bit more private yep so it's really just like i can lock my wall box so that only authorised users like myself can initiate the yep. charge, but I can invite other people like you ah. 
which I would never do. Um, <laughs> Thanks, you're mate. doing very well. You don't need my power. <laughs> yeah, so if you were coming around, yeah. or let's say my brother had an EV and he was yeah. coming to visit for a week, well, I could unlock it for him. So and it authorise him to use but it. But what yeah. it doesn't do is easily make you publicly accessible. Yeah. Like a, um, a Tesla destination charger is a great example of that because you could run a, a hotel or a, or a winery in the Hunter Valley yeah. and you could install you a destination charger yeah. and list it as oh. open. Okay. Like, and then yeah. other people see it on the map as being a yeah. charger they can use. You might do that because you just want traffic. You just yeah. want people to come via the gift store or whatever. And, and naturally, I think the app would then tap into whatever charger you have, and then yeah. maybe like you use with ChargeFox and those other, that it'll tell you how much power you've used, and yes. it'll give you a bill. It'll it'll tell you how much you've I used. I don't mind the idea. Yeah. I'll be honest. And then charge your credit card. So, it's it's again like there's so many models of this. Like I, I remember I wrote about the people being able to rent out their pools. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. someone you want to go to someone's pool or a driveway, a parking spot. So yeah. this is just yet another thing that you may be able to rent out. And you've spent as well. money on it. Like the thing is, yeah. you get to get into this space. It's not cheap. We, yeah. we talk about it all the time. It costs a bit of money the to put a wall like charger a in. Yeah. Thousand, couple thousand bucks, bucks plus yeah, installation. Yeah. So it. you know, a couple of thousand bucks you're yeah. into, but you get the advantage of you know seven hour yeah. charging instead of thirty four. Yeah. Like it's a big, it's a big and important thing to do if you are if you do have off street parking. Yeah, it's almost ludicrous not to yeah. have and some like, sort of wall. Question wall box. would be: Would you do it? Would you share yours? Would you? Uh, I just always think yeah. I live in such a boring suburb. <laughs> you know, like a, a so a far away traditional. Too. Yeah, but so there's other, out in the out in the country here. I wonder, a lot of people would like that. There is a lot of BYDs, Teslas, Polestars yeah. around our area, right? right? And I wonder how many of them do have genuinely installed yep. um, uh, equipment at home. And I wonder how many of them would go. You know what? Because when I when I when I've spoken about this before, I tested the Cooper from three percent to one hundred. It was twenty one dollars at my place, yep. based on the electricity that I was currently charging at that time. Yep. So I don't know if it was fifty bucks to get a full charge at my joint, yep. and I was able to clip the ticket on thirty dollars, twenty thirty dollars of that. I mean, I'm is that, mad is not that to. reasonable to charge that for? A lot? It, the thing with a lot of so that's the other. You factor. think it should be cheaper? No, no. The factor <laughs> is how long is it going to take? Like how much charge do they want? Are they going to be in your driveway for six hours? Like it it'd have that's to. That's the other thing you got to consider. This is, this is why the yeah. app's so complicated, <laughs> yeah. right? Because it's all well and good to say, okay, our charger. So our driveway set up so that essentially there's there's spots, yeah. and that spot is pretty much open certain hours of the week when I'm at the office. Yeah. So it would be easy to say. So, but, but if some bloke's there yeah. on the app earning you know getting charged and i'm earning money and i pull up at home half an hour earlier than normal or i pull up on time and he hasn't left yeah or she he or she hasn't yeah. left I, what do I, I get i get owner access i get to pump them off and i can't <laughs> drive them out of the driveway yeah, well, that's these are little details that has to be worked out but I, I look i'll be honest i like the concept i do yeah, like uh, the concept to I, give people i think it the needs whiteboarding Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's not something. <laughs> I, I think Uber took more than a day to build that that one, but yeah, all true. these other all these other apps and and opportunities, I think, is something that as more EVs, people buy more EVs. Yeah. And I think the stats that they show, there's like a third a third of of drivers are hesitant because of the fact that they're concerned about where they can charge their EV. Yeah. So if that really eases that, then it's only going to help uh, adoption of EVs across the board. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, let us know what you think of um, plug sharing in that sense with there's yeah. an app called plug share and a website but this is this yeah. is in the genuine sense like the uh the, the yeah. go get of uh, of uh, your home wall box uh sharing now i found this story fascinating the new porsche Taycan. now they released the new porsche their first electric Macan earlier yep. brilliant very excited about getting into that when it when it comes out and the new Taycan is broadly very similar to the old one looks there's, there's tweaks and things but what 
took my attention here, Stephen, was the announcement about what they've done with the battery. So, for example, there are now two two batteries, a, a 97-kilowatt battery and an 82-kilowatt. Um, so two models of the yeah, car. These, yeah. are in, these are in miles, 367 yep. miles of range in one and 421 miles in the larger battery. 421 yep. miles, that is enormous range. Yeah. Enormous range. That is a 35% improvement wow. on the outgoing car. Wow. That's Porsche, efficiency right there. Porsche has made a 35% efficiency improvement wow. in how the battery is utilised, the drain on the battery by yeah. the very nature of driving the car. And see, this to me is a huge thing that we're going to see over the next five years yeah. is this leap. Yeah. And we're, I talked about it like that, yeah. five weeks ago I when we were talking about the Hyundai Ioniq. I yeah. broke down in it. was it's only 200 k's range. Yeah. And we're now at 500. That was easy. how low was five, six years ago, wasn't it? Yes. That was a while ago. That's how quickly it changed. But, uh, but I, I've, uh, even I say this to a lot of people. I say, look, you know, you're thinking about like a lot of the naysayers are, are quoting figures from years ago. Yeah. And I tell them, I said, look, the batteries are getting better. The charge is getting faster. It's all moving in the right direction. This is case in point right here. And mm. I've got to say, love the new design. Looks amazing. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. looking car. I like that. Charging time, another thing that's yep. improved. 300 kilowatt DC charging. This is the, the yep. fast charging you can get. From 10% to 80% in 18 minutes. Wow. Now, that's fast. Again, the naysayers yeah. and the non-EV drivers don't understand that you don't fill up your vehicle yeah, when right. you're on a road trip. You yeah. you top it up Take to what, what you need. need. Yeah. That's right. That's Take it. what you need. Take really you good need. philosophy. Yep, yep. So the the need for you to go from ten to eighty is actually quite rare. So yeah. eighteen minutes is a long stop. You know what? And that you know what? I go to charges that are that fast as well, like twenty twenty two minutes. Yeah. And you know what? I find it hard to go grab a coffee, do what I need to do, and get back to the car. And it's that's hardly enough time. No, that's right. Just to get a coffee. And that yeah, this applies on road trips as well. People yeah. talk about country and all that kind of stuff. I'll tell you right now, when you need to pee. And you need a coffee or <laughs> yeah. you need lunch. You Even stop. if you're eating in the car while driving, someone's got to grab your lunch, make it, whatever. Like, it's it takes yeah. time. Yeah. There is 10 to 15 minutes wasted in getting in, ordering, yeah. doing, da, 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 and then getting back out. Yeah. And then you realise, wow, we're, we've just soaked and up 40% battery in that time. And I'm always conscious of thinking if I don't want people to be waiting if I'm if my cars charge and there are people well, waiting to charge, I'm very conscious of that. You're a good that. person. I'm very considerate like that, and there are that's many why I always not. I always rush back to the car to make sure that I'm I'm not I'm not keeping anyone waiting. And, uh, look, it's, it gets to the etiquette we've talked about yeah. before, but just that that range on the that's new Taycan, 587 yeah. kilometers. Has the price come down or no? It's still <laughs> expensive. But I'll tell you this: every day of the week yeah. until uh, until I, I end this earth. But if I win Lotto. The first car I buy is, is a Porsche Taycan. Is that right? With wow. just zero question, that you is the number afford, one. You can afford this. Now. I what cannot afford about? this. Okay, <laughs> I have very well. I have asked <laughs> the question yeah. of Porsche. What are, what what yeah. are the finance options we're here? Look, we're looking at, and looking I went, at, that's yeah. insanity. You're looking at about two hundred k here. Is it like a like oh, yeah. one eighty? No, they start one sixty one eighty, but yeah. then you're you're in the two hundreds, yeah. right? Yes, and it's in I, a rarefied. I don't know if you've ever asked a leasing company to do the finance on that, but it's wild. I have done that, and I have. Yeah, my work not quite. As expensive as this one, no. but uh, some interesting range of figures there. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I can't speak because the EV9, <laughs> but it, it is wild money. But it's yeah. So the thing about the Porsches, and I, I, I love the fact, and we get this when we're reviewing tech, 
you review something and then you kind of want to read everyone else's review to go, eh, yeah. did well, they I feel on? the same way? Yeah. Did I feel the same way? <laughs> and I, I feel very comfortable about the Porsche because I've never seen anyone say this isn't a magnificent car. Oh, yeah. This thing no is tuned to perfection. It's Porsche it's for a crying Porsche. out loud. Exactly, yeah. They're, they're not missing a beat. No, they're not suddenly just not shipping some rubbish. Yeah, it's like Mercedes, all these brands have been around. They're not going to They're no. not going to do, they're not going to take a misstep even though, despite it's an EV. It's no. still a car. It's exactly. still their vehicle. So I, I think what what fascinating here is to kind of put a pin in is, yeah. this is what, episode three, right? Imagine where we're going to be in episode 100 and 200 yeah. when we talk about where Mercedes and BMW and Audi and companies like that. I'm not trying to um, yeah. put down Tesla here because they've done big leaps as well. They've yeah. made great improvements they, through software actually, only. And they've pushed along these other brands too. They, yeah. they, these other brands have seen the advances Tesla's making, not, not only in technology, but in the, the market. People That's right. buying their cars. Yeah. So, and you think about yeah. Tesla's ability to make software upgrades that yeah. give you range. Yeah, that, that's amazing. And that's speed. amazing, right? And speed. I think I did a Tesla update and my, my car was 0.1 of a second faster. <laughs> yeah, that was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we have a long way to go. We are this. That's why I think we've, we've hit the perfect timing for this show is because, yeah. mate, it's been, there's been years of this conversation, but yeah. we're now really at that point of escalation. And I think that's why it's a really exciting space to, to be in Absolutely and to be following. Right. So what, what's the damage on this Porsche Taycan, mate? Oh, it doesn't matter. And when's it out? Uh, it's a 2025 model, so okay. essentially, you, if you were later, if later you were this year. <laughs> flying and you went into a dealer, this will be the one you'll get. You know, yeah. basically, it's the new make. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I'm not getting a Love Porsche Taycan. Love it. I'm yeah. Not getting a Porsche if you roll up in one, I'm thinking here's one Oz Lotto or Powerball or something. Eh, if yeah. you roll up, if it's in not one in our our review diary, and I roll up in one, <laughs> yeah. Can you get it in the review diary? Oh no, Hopefully. it's happening yeah. for sure. Oh, oh, for sure, mate. We'll be fighting over that one, mate. No, no we'll <laughs> we'll share it. Yeah, <laughs> no. Have we'll to get it for two weeks. I That's think. a good yeah, idea. Get it for two. Weeks. It's a great idea. Definitely. Two blokes talking electric cars. Now, Stephen, uh, for our first driver chat, we wanted to catch up with people who own uh, electric cars, other than just us. Obviously, yes, we both course. own electric cars. And we've made that very clear to people. Yep. Um, but the experience is different for everyone. So rather than just us rabbit on about our experience, we made a call out. And if anyone listening to the Two Blokes Talking Electric Cars wants to get in touch, you can do so via techguide.com.au. We can come to efgm.com and just click Ask Trev. Very simple. Just get in touch. Say I'm an electric car owner yep. and happy to have a chat. Um, and you know what? I don't. Let's be really clear. If you hate your electric car, yeah, or you've we sent want to it hear back as well. Yeah. I, we're not here to just talk roses about electric cars. Absolutely, we want the absolute nuts and bolts of this thing because I'm learning things. Stephen learns things every. You learn something every week. Um, Absolutely, but yeah. this, the experience is not the same for everyone. So, uh, our first electric car owner is on the line now. It's Stephen, and he's a Tesla owner. And it's not Stephen Fennick. G'day, no, Stephen. Another Stephen. <laughs> Hi guys, how's it going? Yeah, really good. So, tell us your broad story. What do you own, and how did you get to that point? What, what did you look at? I own a Tesla Model Y Performance. Um, I've had it since March last year, so it's almost a year. I've done almost 25,000 kilometres in it. Um, I arrived at this through a circuitous route. I've been following electric cars for very many years and I decided I wanted one a long time ago and I thought the Model 3 would probably suit me, mm. but we hired one for a weekend, drove down the south coast, 
I didn't find it a comfortable driving position. It may be because I was coming from a Volkswagen Tiguan and it's a higher sitting More position. More of an SUV, yeah. yeah. Sounds like my wife. Yes. She likes the higher position, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, and then we went to the States because um, my son lives over there and we drove a Model Y before they came to Australia. Mm. And I thought, yes, this is this is comfortable. This is what I like. Yeah. So, um I'm one of those crazy people. The day they came available for order, I put my order in. I only had two choices, uh, rear-wheel drive or performance. I really wanted a long-wheel drive because, as I've described, I drive from Sydney. Uh, I live in Newcastle and I drive back to Sydney every second weekend. So oh. the range was a an range. important thing for me. Okay. And so, yeah. yeah, but of course we all know about WLTP and, and it's 500 and something kilometres, but uh, yeah. I think, Real world's probably more like 415 or so. So was that a concern, mate, going in? Was there a bit of anxiety with this or did you think, yeah, she'll be right? No, I thought I I look at a lot of YouTube videos. I listen to you guys all the time. I understand that what's on the box is not necessarily what you're going to receive. Mm-hmm. And so I went in there with my, my eyes open. Yep. Um, the... The interesting thing was range anxiety I think would I anticipated would be a really big deal for me but we picked the car up in Alexandria and drove back to Newcastle and not once have I had range anxiety you know it's just Mm, it's not really a thing. No, so, because that trip. So yeah, that's, let's that's talk easy. about I've the done, range. I've done that trip in my test. That's about the, 20, 25% of your battery. The the range that you've got. So your Model Y when you bought it. So on the internet, what you were sold. What was the range you thought you were going to get? Well, it's advertised as 513 from memory, something okay. like that. Yeah. That's a lot but, of case. But I, that's a lot of case. Yes, but that trip, but I, that trip from knew, Newcastle to Sydney, <laughs> round trip, is, is how many case? Um, it's 340 if I just go down and back. Yep. But I've got family in, in Sydney. So my typical oh, weekend right. trip is 470 kilometres. So it doesn't get there. But it's not a great uh, effort. Um, my Some of my family live in the south of Sydney. So I stop at the Kirawee Supercharger. Yep. I go upstairs to the supermarket. It takes 10 minutes. It adds something like 10% to the battery mm-hmm. well, and, then, and then I'm done. So yeah, that right. gives me enough and I get home around about 10% um, state of charge. Right. And so at home you've got a charger as well, I'm assuming, as well? you got one on the wall? Oh, yes. I've got a Tesla wall charger and that's okay. where I would do 95% of my charging. I think yes. I think it's almost mandatory. If you're going to buy, if you're going to own a, a, an electric car, you're crazy if you're not charging at home. I know some yeah. people don't have that luxury. That's what we've but been saying. I'm, yep. I'm paying about $0.08 cents a kilowatt hour between midnight and 6 a.m. And right. so it's really cheap, you know, when you compare it to a – Ice vehicle, it's not in the same league. All right, let's let's turn to the review of your car, mate. What do you like about it? What could be better? Let's okay, start with what so you like about it. What I like is um, the performance. Uh, as I said, it's a performance model, but mm. I would probably only put it in sports mode, I think, five times since I've owned it <laughs> because – it's just crazy, yeah. you know, like <laughs> you don't need to go from 0 to 100 in 3.7 seconds, you know. It's just, it's a, oh, well, yeah, there it is. But, um, you know, your day-to-day driving, you can't you can't utilise that. But you've done it, haven't you? Um, yeah, you've, you've, done, got, yeah. you've got your mates in the car going, look, watch this. You've done it, haven't you? 
they they are the only circumstances in which okay. sports mode is selected. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So the integrated navigation and supercharging, I really like because then yeah. you're, yeah, you're not having to deal with other things. Um, I'm in Bright in Victoria at the moment, and there are no bit of a supercharger. Black spot. So I'm having to use um, applications like PlugShare and EV to find non-Tesla charges to mm. keep me going. So, you know, you, we're getting the best of both worlds and, and it's great for all other EV drivers these days because Tesla is opening up opening their network up, yeah. and, and it makes it great for the experience for everybody. Well, I think what, that's good. What bugs you then? What uh, what puts you uh, a little bit off, off, off colour about the car or the experience? I, I dislike the back window. It is it's useless. <laughs> I, I, I almost don't use the back window at all anymore because it's just so small. It's it's not really uh, useful. Um, I think there are not many other things I don't like about it. It's, That's it's a pretty, pretty good, reliable. Well, I, pretty good outcome for Tesla. Ask, can I ask, Steve? Does not having a cluster in front of your steering wheel bother you? Have you would you have you ever no. considered a third party? Little display for the for in front of your wheel, or are yeah, you happy glancing dash. down to your left? Or? Well, before I bought it, I I saw lots of YouTube videos with those type of displays, and I thought I'm probably going to want that. But you become accustomed to it reasonably quickly, I mm. think. And right. so, I I certainly don't think I require it. I think most Tesla drivers become used to this glancing to the left. Mm. I think. One of the accessories I um, want to buy is one of those fittings that you can do and you can swivel the screen a bit uh, yeah. more towards the driver. Yeah. I think that would be really useful. Yeah, um, Just finally then, Stephen, you know, you're obviously only young into the ownership of the car, but do you find yourself uh, advocating for EVs around your mates and would you consider anything else next time around or are you just all in on Tesla now, do you think? <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely advocate uh, EVs to all of my mates, uh, explaining all the benefits of it, and I, I think that's the future. And mm. the more you look into it, uh, I think that it's inevitable that ICE cars are going to fade away and, and it's going to be reasonably quickly in my view. Mm. Um, and I think it's just a, a sensible decision to make. We're going to be forced down that track at some point, I, I believe, because I don't think you'll be able to buy an ICE car. So. It's certainly yeah, going to be getting, made harder, if, if not impossible, in the up, long, long he's future. He's up with the lingo, it? the ice car. I love, <laughs> love it. He's been iced in, haven't you? You've been iced in. You've been in. iced. Have you ever Someone's been iced, mate, at a charger? No, I have, unfortunately, but oh, uh, my job would annoy me. I have been several times when I had uh, my test. Don't definitely. get Stephen yeah. either. Don't get either of the Stevens started. Yeah, very, yeah. Stephen <laughs> from, uh, from the yes. Newcastle area and your Tesla Model Y. Uh, mate, really, really good to hear from you. Great experience for, to share with other people and uh, glad that car is treating you well. You do you do, you do own basically the best-selling uh, SUV in, in Australia, so uh, you'd, you'd want to be doing well for you, mate. I really appreciate you getting in touch. Great. Okay. Thank you very much, Trevor and Steve. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Good on you. And see, now I'm going to tell you my favourite thing about what Stephen just said. Yep. Was not just the validation of my comments several, several weeks ago, which Ryan, one of our listeners, <laughs> decided to, to take, take me up on in the rankings and ratings on podcasts, but nor to 100. He's used it four, five times yeah. since he's owned it. He bought the performance car. And essentially, yeah. what I heard there and what he said in his email to us was, Range is more important than performance, course, and that—that's yeah. always yeah. going to be the trade-off. When you course, when you yeah. use performance, you forego range. And people, yeah. once you've 
mate. Once you get your kicks out of it, the yeah. novelty wears off and you just your yeah, common sense kicks in. And, we will yeah. talk soon about what I'm driving yeah. and still getting a kick out of <laughs> that has nothing to do with performance. Yes. Anyway, okay. if you've got a question or you want to have a chat about your EV, get in touch with us, eftm.com, techguide.com.au. Two Talking Electric Cars is proudly supported by Uniden, and they've just released the Uniden Dashview 60 Plus. This is their first 5K resolution what? dash cam, 5K, even more detail, 150-degree wide-angle front-facing camera as well. It's got the Sony Starvis sensor. That means a lot because... It works well during the day, during the night, all types of lighting conditions. That's the whole idea of having a dash cam so I can record everything that happens on the road and now in 5K resolution. So check that out, the the dash view range. There are others. There's also the iGo cam range as well. Uh, Uniden has got you covered on the road for all your dash cam needs. Now... At the start of the show, we were talking about Porsche and yep. how I'm doing very well, and that's what I'd really love. <laughs> but I'm not doing well enough. Um, but I am driving an electric car, as we try to each and every week, uh, as well as our own vehicles. The Ford e-Transit van. Yeah, this is a big baby, isn't it? Yeah, it's big enormous. Car. Like this big is, van. This is a van you can stand in. Okay, so it's <laughs> enormous. It only just fits under the awning of my office. Wow. It does not fit in any normal car space because it sticks out so much. And let's be real, it's a $104,000 vehicle, right? Now, okay. I am going to put my hand up right away and say, look, I don't review commercial vans regularly. <laughs> so, But I am tipping that your average delivery driver is not spending $104,000. Is that it there? On, yes. Wow. On, on their motor vehicle. Okay. And so, yes, this is a premium vehicle. But what I think this is is a little snapshot. Now, there are other – I think LDV have a, an electric van in Australia as yep. well. There are – so This is full electric. This is fully full electric. Yep. electric. This is okay. not plug-in hybrid. Uh, this is nothing like – this is okay. full battery electric. I think it's a 68-kilowatt-hour battery. Wow. It's just under 300 kilometres range. Um, I'm going to take it on a proper road trip. Like I'm going to drive 1,000 kilometres on the weekend yep. driving this thing. And – I'll be interested to see what the highway range is. My guess is it's in the like 220 to 240. So I'm aiming to charge every one. And this this goes to our talk about how you plan these things. Yeah. I would normally on this same drive charge once. In a car with a 500 okay. kilometer range, I would charge yep. once. I'm planning th- three stops. At about 140 kilometres each time, which, by the way, is how often Trev needs to stop for a chockey and a drink. <laughs> so perfectly timed. And yep. and so th- I think it'll work out perfectly fine. But, mate, if you've ever driven a van because you're hoping a mate move or whatever, these are not fun things to drive. They, yeah. you know, rrr, they're big diesels, whatever. Yep. This is a bloody electric car. Mm-hmm. It is legit. I'm at the lights coming yep. from the dealership with a Model Y Uber driver in his Splend Model Y next to me, right? And he's sitting there <laughs> cocky as hell thinking, I got this. Mate, you don't got this. I got you. <laughs> That's right. I smashed him. Off the bar. Now, he wasn't actually going Boom. me, so he probably would have got wow. me. Because it's 0 to 100 is not spectacular, but it's certainly better than you would ever expect yeah. from a van. Wow. And I, mate, I, I was just blown away by it. Yeah, incredible. So I'm just trying to look for the, the actual specs of the car. So the... The length of the car. Have you oh. got any information? Actually, there? Length overall 
is 5.981 yeah. metres. Yeah, it's a, it's a, nearly yeah. six metres long. It's a transit van, it's of a big, course. It's a big, it's a big boy. It's Width ridiculous. Is 2.474, yeah. so two and a half metres wide. Yep, yep. And uh, and has a hundred and ninety eight kilowatt kilowatts of power. Yeah, and this thing can move, mate. It has wow. a huge center display yep. for the infotainment, like proper great Ford Sync infotainment, yep. and a small digital display. It has all the storage you need for a for a transit van, and then some, and then some. So how many passenger seats in it? Uh, you so is the back, bench. the back's a, a van? Bench. Is the back, the back a van? is a van, mate. Right, so like, you can put, is an extra, there's only seats at the front. And it's the, just a bench at the front. A hundred percent Can bench. you configure it with seats if you wanted to? I mean, if you were driving a bus, maybe, yeah. yes. Could you sort of say That's you wanted to? That's the back to... of the van I'm showing Stephen. It's a proper, <laughs> well, it's got, like a, it's an it's empty got a van. perspective to it. <laughs> For someone that someone said to us, you should show photos. Okay, I'm showing you my phone. That's, a, um, that's a, just like a distance going on the horizon. Here's what my 12-year-old described. With his mates in, we were driving the coupe, I brought him home from school and he goes he's driving a van it's like an abduction van (laughs) it's the kind of van that if it pulls up next to you and the sliding door opens you run yeah you could put a fit a whole footy team in it mate you could abduct a lot of people in that wow it's okay but we don't don't endorse that use of the car of course not but yeah it's a giant giant thing in my driveway yeah and it to me is how does it drive though just does it drive like a big beast or not no it drives like a normal car no, it drives like a van. Right. Like the seating position and all that kind oh, of so stuff. Oh, so you're hang on. You've got the underhand oh, mate, you're like, oh, The underhand you got. pretty much. <laughs> but it's like a bus. But but really? I'm telling you, mate. So when you're turning it, he's doing the, it's, the, these it's ones the like big, this, It's the whole kit, right? <laughs> um, I might be able to arrange, arrange it for you because I actually picked it up accidentally a month early. Ah. I, I turned up and Ooh. it wasn't. I wasn't meant By to be the there. Way, you meant to hear, be here next month. But, Is that what they said? but breaking news with press vehicles, vans not that popular. Okay. So he was just sitting there waiting well, to be picked here's up. Here's an idea. Yeah, you can pick up another car in the van. In the van, just put it in the back of the van <laughs> and bring that as well. It's a remarkable experience, okay. and it, it's a window to me now. So obviously, not your average. So a yeah. self-employed delivery driver is probably not right. going to go down this route. But you can see businesses that are going for green efficiency. Da, 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 yes. da, da. If your range is, you know, if you're driving 200, 250 kilometers like a city, day, city driving, then yeah. then well, you'll charge driving. this every night. You'll do your yeah. deliveries, and okay. you're doing it at zero emissions. So that that benefit is there. It's it's legit a benefit that so can be like taken. You could potentially be like a, a like a delivery driver, courier, or hundred percent. You could have this, and that, that sort of you save on your fuel costs because you're charging it. That's uh, it overnight. That's right. Wow. If you're intelligent with your charging, like yeah. uh, on, you know off peak yeah. and all that kind of stuff, you're saving money. As I said, I'm pretty sure LDV have an electric model. You know the guys from iTransport who often deliver the TVs to us to review yes. and stuff. They've got a big Ford Transit van, and ah. they're the Brad is definitely looking at going. Oh, really? uh, going oh, so they got the petrol version, and yeah. this is the EV version. Yeah, yeah nice. Because and it's what the are, right and they popular are they? They 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 selling or what? Yeah. Look, I don't know how many of the E Transit yeah. vans are selling at one hundred and four thousand dollars, but right. You know, step as, in the right direction, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's an important step because the the yeah. economy going electric doesn't work if. Yeah. The whole economy the whole, doesn't go that way in some way, shape, or yeah. form. So I want to see you with the big steering wheel driving this thing, mate. That's what I want to see. I'll make sure. Well, I'll get a chance to have a to have a crack I don't know, at this. Or I'll make sure I fit down it. my driveway. Or what? No. It yeah. Would. No. It would. Oh, yeah, I've got an open driveway. It should be fine. Yeah. No. It would be fine. Yeah, I actually I worried about the wires at my house. When you drive into a shopping centre, you're gonna, are you gonna no. Bump you will the... not go into a shopping centre. Really? Oh no it's way! It's that big, mate. What about the Harbour Tunnel? Is it going to fit in? I don't think so. No. It would. It would fit in the Harbour Tunnel. Trailer. It would fit in the Harbour Tunnel. 
was a mate. Ray Hadley would be on the line oh, if you're. Could uh, you imagine, if you, mate? Pigeons <laughs> can set that thing off. Hadley would f- filthy at me. Wow. Anyway, the Ford Amazing. e-Transit van, the electric car you didn't know existed wow. until we drove it here on Two Blokes Talking Electric Cars. Boom. It's really that simple. Amazing. And with that, we've uh, we've ended the show. That's enough for this week, Stephen. We'll be back again next week. Thanks to NRMA Insurance and Union and Smart Dash Cam. Stephen, I just can't wait to unpack more of the electric future with you. Absolutely. In Me just too. a week's time. Looking forward to See it. See you, mate.